The Big Ideas TXST podcast is brought to you by Next Is Now. For more information, visit www.txstate.edu. Hello and welcome to Big Ideas, a podcast from Texas State University. I'm your host, Dan Seed, from the School of Journalism and Mass Communication. This month, we're joined by Dr. Josh Daspit and Dan Roy from the McCoy College of Business. Dr. Daspit is an associate professor of management whose focus is in entrepreneurship, specifically issues related to family businesses, innovation, and social dynamics. Mr. Roy is an entrepreneur in residence in McCoy. Mr. Roy spent time in corporate banking and spent 25 years starting three successful companies. Both are here to discuss scale-up, which is the sustainable cultivation and advancement of local enterprises for underserved populations. Gentlemen, thanks for being here. Thanks for having us, Dan. So if you could describe ScaleUp, how did it come to be? Gosh, well, you know, Dan and I have been talking in broad terms about the university, the positioning of the university, some of the critical and unique resources that we have here at Texas State. We've been having these conversations for quite a few years. Um, and a few of those conversations, several of those conversations, in fact, have related to the issues that ultimately led to the development of this idea that became known as scale up, specifically, you know, that Texas State has a majority of minority students. We have faculty who are doing research and are well-known in areas of business, entrepreneurship, family business, diversity across the board, so on and so forth. And we also came across some information, some insights from Stanford University that were showing that minority-owned businesses were not growing at the same rate as non-minority-owned businesses. So with that in mind, we saw that, you know, given the university and some of the kind of interesting or unique positioning that we have, that there is a, a great opportunity for us to perhaps address some of those issues and see what we can do to make a difference. So as you mentioned, right, the number of minority-owned businesses has increased substantially as many minority populations double the number of new entrepreneurs. But despite this, like you said, the minority-owned businesses tend to remain small and don't necessarily scale. I know that that's one of the things that you're looking up or looking with with scale up. But you know, based off that Stanford study or, or things that you guys have run into over the course of your careers, why does this happen, or what maybe is the hypothesis as to why that's the case? Yeah, you're exactly right. You know, the number of minority entrepreneurs in the United States has grown substantially in recent years. In fact, when you look across minority populations, what we've seen most recently is for most all minority populations, the number of entrepreneurs has doubled. In fact, if you look at the Latino population, the number of business owners in that population has grown over 34% in the last 10 years compared to just 1% for all others. So wow. we're seeing amazing growth, tremendous growth. The issue though, that's Interesting is while the number of minority businesses across the board is increasing, those businesses are not growing at the same rate as non-minority businesses. So their growth is lagging. 
And just as you mentioned, there are a few ideas about what's behind that, that growth uh, or lack of growth in this case. And that's exactly what ScaleUp is positioned to investigate and not just investigate, but also to develop some practical tools in partnership with the Center for Innovation and Entrepreneurship to help these businesses. You know, the, the final result is that we're going to be able to go out into the community and share some of these insights, the research, and these practical tools to help minority businesses increase their growth. You know, it's interesting. There's some data that show that because those businesses are not growing at the same rate, there's an opportunity gap. Specifically, if minority-owned businesses grew at the same rate as non-minority businesses, that would add an additional $5 trillion to the national economy and create over 20 million new jobs. So this is, as we see it, a great opportunity for Texas State and, of course, the Center for Innovation Entrepreneurship to make it, you know, if we can make even a small impact on those numbers, talking five trillion to the U.S. economy, 20 million jobs, if we can make just a small difference, that's a huge impact. Yeah. You know, Dan, if I, sorry, Dan, if I could just jump in real quick and add to that, I'd love to do it. One of the uh, roles that I play in addition to supporting the Macquarie College of Business is as co-director for the Center for Innovation and Entrepreneurship that Dr. Daspit referenced. And so, one of the things that to me is most compelling about this opportunity is, you know, the university is, is committed to research with relevance. And so as a center focused in the areas of innovation and entrepreneurship, certainly the magnitude of this problem, this opportunity uh, is enormous. And it's one that we think is meaningful and directly can impact Texas State and, and the local and regional economy. I mean, when you look at where we sit, Hayes County alone is, a, you know, 40 percent Hispanic if, if I'm remembering that number correctly. So, you know, the university's position, Hispanic Serving Institute, majority minority, Dr. Daspit mentioned all these, but, you know, our ability to impact business and, and help to close this gap based on research uh, really was compelling, I think, to the center and one of the driving forces behind scale-up. I, I do want to get into the center and, and more about scale-up, but just to back up here for a second, this discussion about, you know, the national look and the impact that scaling up these businesses would have nationally, what does that look like here in Texas, right? Where a very pro-business state, it's a state, again, as you mentioned, where minority populations are growing at a rate where, you know, minority populations may become the majority in a few years. So how does this national trend, how would scaling up these businesses here affect the business culture in the state of Texas? Certainly, it's not that minority businesses may become, or minority populations may become a majority. They will. And it's going to have a substantial impact, again, not just nationally, but within Texas specifically, and certainly within our local county, Hayes County. As Dan mentioned, Hayes County itself has over double the size of the Hispanic population as the United States. I think it's 40% and about 20% nationally. So it's going to have noticeable impact if we're able to, again, even make a small difference in the ability of those businesses to, to grow at the same rate as other businesses. 
And I've read that scale up or a goal of it is to approach its mission with a holistic perspective. For our audience, what exactly does that mean, a holistic perspective? Yeah, that's, uh, that's a great point. We want to be able to deliver solutions to business leaders, but we want to be sure that these solutions are research-based, that they're, these are evidence-based solutions. We might have our own theories or hypotheses about what might be hindering growth in this population or that population, but we want to make sure that this is done systematically. Now, there's a lot that's known in research currently about startups, startups in general, and even starting up with respect to minority businesses. But when you look at the uh, literature as a whole, research overall in this area, there's far less that is known about growth overall and specifically the challenges that minority businesses face with growth. So to your question, we wanna take a holistic perspective that starts with research. We'll make sure we have a solid foundation before we go out and start doing workshops and sharing these insights with business leaders. We wanna make sure that we're offering some uh, research-based, evidence-based tools that are developed. You kind of addressed that with this, right? But when you look long-term at ScaleUp and what you envision this being, how does ScaleUp fit into addressing this problem specifically, and what are your hopes for the program as it launches and goes forward and, and becomes a sustainable effort? Yeah, the way that we have laid it out now is essentially in three phases. And the first phase is the phase we're currently in. You know, this has been an initiative, a program that's approved by the university. Of course, as I mentioned, we're working in partnership with CIE, the Center for Innovation and Entrepreneurship, to uh, embark on this exciting journey. And this first phase relates to doing the research. So we actually have a call out now that is open to all faculty at the university to apply to become a Center for Innovation Entrepreneurship Faculty Research Fellow. And through that, they'll be focusing on identifying these issues related to minority business growth. Once that concludes, we expect that's gonna take uh, at least 12 months or so. Uh, once that phase concludes, we'll then move into the second phase, which is developing those tools, working with some practitioners to develop and refine those tools to help minority businesses grow. Ultimately, once those tools are developed, the research has been done, we're going to embark on creating the impact, delivering those tools, sharing those tools with business leaders in Texas and beyond. Both of you have mentioned CIE a couple times. So Mr. Roy, you're the co-director of the Center for Innovation and Entrepreneurship here at Texas State. Fill our audience in, if you could, about what CIE is and what its mission is in the context of the university, but also in the broader community. Yeah, happy to do that. Uh, actually, the, the center really emerged from the original Big Ideas campaign that the university uh, had. And really, essentially, what it's attempting to do is to really serve as a hub that connects all of the incredible work that goes on across a campus of this size. I mean, Texas State has 38,000 students. As we began to examine the landscape and the ecosystem, it's remarkable how much activity goes on in the areas of innovation and specifically in entrepreneurship. One of the key roles of the center is to begin to kind of shine a light on that and provide connectivity across campus because a lot of people, you know, unless you're 
uniquely engaged in a particular aspect of the ecosystem, you may not even be aware that it exists. So one of the, the great benefits of having a university level center like this is to really provide those connections. Uh, if you think about it on an academic front, for example, uh, typically, you know, unless you were inside the McCoy College of Business, you were not exposed directly to kind of the formal academic training for entrepreneurship. So one of the goals of the center is to increase access, and this kind of gets to that global perspective of, of a cross-disciplinary, interdisciplinary approach to, to expose more of our students to the power uh, of entrepreneurial and innovative thinking. And what we see now is we have students who are in music, biology, theater, athletics, that are deeply interested in entrepreneurship and will go on to work for companies where their ability to understand you know, what the process of value creation is matters and it, and it will separate them in the workplace. So supporting programs like ScaleUp, you know, that are, that are again, increasing accessibility to key components that are needed, not only to start companies, but to grow them. So really we're trying to bridge an ecosystem here and, and kind of fill in any gaps along the way. So ScaleUp seems like it's a natural evolution from the mission of the center, right, to expand that reach and that research. Oh, absolutely. And again, I think it's very reflective of the types of initiatives and programs that fit the profile and the demographics of not only Texas State, but of our area and of Texas at large, right? Uh, I think Texas is maybe third or fourth largest uh, Hispanic population. And so when we look for ways to be impactful in the areas of innovation and entrepreneurship, certainly it makes a lot of sense to be levered in an area that, you know, that we can relate to as a population. And so, yeah, we're very excited about scale-up. And as I mentioned, your career, you've got a, a long background, an extensive background in entrepreneurship. For you, Mr. Roy, how much does this excite you? What kind of challenge does this present for you in a different kind of arena, right, to do this? What, what has this been like for you? Yeah, it's been extraordinary for me. And as you mentioned, I'm, I'm much more on the practitioner side. I'm not an academic, but but I will tell you that for me, what's really exciting about it is, you know, our access at a university to incredible faculty and researchers. I mean, you're talking about experts, Dr. Daspit being one of them in family business. So, so for me, coming up with an idea or how do we tackle a problem, this is a massive problem, right? We've identified this huge gap that exists because these companies uh, don't scale at the same rate. Well, I'm in a unique position because there are resources at a university uh, that are perfectly positioned to help us solve the problem. And I think that kind of approach between industry and academics is really compelling. And for me, it's been incredibly exciting. And, uh, you know, we have a lot of a lot of programs that we support. Scale-up, though, really transcends a lot of the core areas that I think we're focused on. And Dr. Daspit, Dan just mentioned this partnership between industry and academia. You're in the classroom. You're in the research. What do you hear or, or what are you seeing from your students in terms of, you know, a drive to get into entrepreneurship, specifically our minority students? What kind of conversations are they having, questions that they're having, and things that they're coming to you with that you can help guide them through this process in your role as a professor? Yeah, there's great interest among all students. As Dan mentioned, you know, it's been interesting to see from my perspective as well, the interest that has kind of been manifesting, not just in management within the College of Business, but across disciplines within our college and across colleges. Part of that has come from conversations surrounding the entrepreneurial mindset 
you know, when folks often hear about entrepreneurship, they immediately think, oh, that's about starting a business. And if you're in theater or if you're in fashion design or another discipline, maybe that's not of immediate interest. However, when we're able to take a moment to explain what the entrepreneurial mindset is and define it in a way that it's a cognitive perspective, you know, it's not just about starting a business, but it's a perspective that enables any individual to create more value by recognizing and acting on opportunities, making decisions when you don't have all the information and remaining adaptable and resilient in contexts that are ever-changing and, and dynamic. You know, when you phrase it like that, it's not about just those individuals wanting to start a business. Thinking more creatively, being able to adapt and be resilient, it's helpful for students, individuals, employees across the board. Uh, in fact, I was listening to one of the recent episodes that you did when you were talking with Caitlin Hopkins from theater. And there were a couple of things that she mentioned about kind of the post pandemic or, or pan, you know, how theaters changed as a result of the, the pandemic. And one of the things she mentioned was the fact that, you know, opportunities arise when you least expect them and that the way that they are teaching within that program has changed and is ever-changing. I think she said now more so than ever because of the conditions that we're in. And when I heard that, I said, this is the entrepreneurial mindset, right? This is a leading program in the nation housed at Texas State. And while they may not articulate it as, you know, the leaders of their program having an entrepreneurial mindset, it's exactly what they're doing. Being very entrepreneurial and in how they're instructing students. And I'll open this up to both of you. And this was my follow-up and you kind of brought it to the forefront a little bit more referencing that previous interview. For both of you, when you look at the mindset that people have now and opportunity, you know, you mentioned the pandemic and clearly social media and this online world and all this, how has the mindset changed, I guess, or what have you guys noticed in terms of people wanting to get into this entrepreneurial spirit now, maybe more than ever, is that accurate to say, or, or what are you, what are you sensing in that regard from folks? Yeah, I would say that it is, you know, being able to think in that way, create value in that way has not come just as a result of individuals wanting to, but in some is having to create value with limited resources. For better or worse, it's a, it's a result of the times, but for those individuals who are able to have this entrepreneurial mindset, they're able to see opportunities where other individuals might just pass them right by. And not just see an opportunity, recognize an opportunity, but create some value from that opportunity. And that's one of the things that's really exciting is with the scale-up program, you know, if we're able to bring some of those insights as well into, into those workshops and helping business leaders understand the value of thinking entrepreneurially, that helps not just them as leaders, but that's something they can share with their employees for even further growth. Yeah, I think I might add to that that, you know, Anytime you have times of great disruption, and certainly COVID has presented great disruption, it comes with great opportunities. And so, again, our, our desire as a center and I think as a university to impact as many of our students as we possibly can in empowering them with this, this way of thinking. Because, you know, companies now, I, I'm fortunate to have spent much of my career in kind of the, the employer side of the world. So, you know, hiring and, and HR related issues. And I'll tell you that when you look at the skills 
that employers seek. Right now, they understand that if they're not innovating, they're in trouble. And so they want to hire students capable of innovating. Well, what does that mean? And I think Dr. Daspit just gave the perfect example of that. That entrepreneurial mindset gives you the skills that you need to become an innovator, right? So if I'm inside an organization and I see an opportunity, that's one thing. But am I capable of acting on that? Can I gather the data? And more importantly, can I persuade others to join me? You know, will management fund it? Can I get it done? So it's not just starting a business. These are incredibly essential skills going forward, and I think it's it's a great opportunity for Texas State to set itself and its graduates apart, right? And so with this disruption, lots of opportunity. We have alumni that are reengaging, saying, hey, I'm ready to solve this problem. How can you help us? And so that, that, again, as a center, we're excited on all fronts, not just for what it means to undergraduate and graduate students, but also to our alumni and, and again, through scale-up to impact the community. These are innovative times, and we need to stay ahead of the game. And again, we're joined by Dr. Josh Daspit and Mr. Dan Roy from the McCoy College of Business. So the next step for scale-up is to secure funding, right? Where are you with this? How is that obviously going to help you guys and the university advance this goal forward? It's critical to have the funding to be able to move forward with scale-up. We are fortunate that we have received funding to support the first phase of scale-up, which is related to supporting faculty members doing the research. We have uh, secured that funding for the first year of the first phase, but we are still looking for financial support to help support the other phases of the programs. And we anticipate that after uh, about three years or so, ideally, this could be a self-sustaining program, but we need financial support to be able to get there, right? To scale up the scale up program. Very happy to have some external funding currently, but uh, additional support will certainly be needed to get us to that point. One of the great things about that, Dan, also, though, is that, you know, this this particular program really is appealing. And so that those people that we talk to, I think they understand the magnitude. I think they understand the impact it can have on their own organizations. Uh, If you think about being a financial institution, for an example, you know, and we're presenting them with an opportunity to help their customers and their clients grow, get bigger, because when they get bigger, it requires capital, it requires employees. And, and so I think, you know, I think people get it. I think they understand the impact. We're thrilled to, to have that first round of funding and uh, look forward to additional funding. And, and I'm quite confident we'll get it. So anyone who wants to reach out to us, let me know, because it's an exciting program. And I think it'd be great to get in on the ground floor and, and really establish yourself as a partner. And you open the door to that and you have a platform here, right, where you're, you're reaching the masses, the beauty of broadcasting or podcasting. So in this instance, somebody out there listening says, this sounds like a great idea and I, I'd like to help with funding. How can they go about doing that? Reach out to you guys individually, the university? What's, what's that process? Yeah, I think a, a great point to reach in would be through the Center of Innovation and Entrepreneurship here at Texas State University. The center is very well connected with university advancement and others. And so uh, we're engaged in those conversations and would love to continue that. So uh, I would encourage them to reach out to the CIE. They can do that at CIE at txstate.edu or to Dr. Daspit or myself personally, happy to uh, engage in those conversations. Before we wrap up here, guys, at the end of the day, what do you both hope that ScaleUp can accomplish long-term? What do you envision this becoming beyond, you know, just necessarily the initial topic that we talked about helping minority businesses? You know, I think 
uh, given that opportunity gap that we mentioned earlier, yes, it's helping potentially a business grow, but it's also not helping just that business. It's helping that business employ more individuals. More individuals are employed, helps their families, of course, but also contributes to the economy. We mentioned that opportunity gap of about $5 trillion that could be added to the U.S. economy. That is a stunning number. It's mind-boggling. It really is. It, it really is. And over 20 million new jobs could be created. And that's just if minority business were growing at the same rate, not a higher rate or increasing the rate, right? Just parity here. So it is. They're amazingly shocking numbers that there's that much of a gap. So if we can make just a small impact there, then it has repercussions at, at so many levels, in my view. Yeah, and if you want to talk about, I mean, economic development perspective, right, you're talking about creation of wealth. You're talking about a lot of, of good that comes from overcoming these barriers. And so I think it, to, to Dr. Daspit's point, I mean, it is a major, it, it's a staggering number. And what gives me great confidence in this is that we're taking a research-based approach is that it's a solvable problem. And if that is true, then the, the opportunity that lies ahead for Texas State and for, uh, quite frankly, for Texas to lead the United States in this type of approach, I think is, is an incredible opportunity. You know, the, this may be the perspective of an entrepreneur versus a research academic, but I look at the opportunity and, you know, I think we're going to solve it. And, and I think that comes with unbelievable positive impact to our community and to our society. So, again, super excited about it and ready to get it going. Well, listening to you guys talk about this, I think that you've done a good job in terms of explaining or showing how academia and industry can come together, which is always, you know, usually a good thing, right? That you're bringing in the, the academic side, the practical side. We do a lot of that here in the School of Journalism, and, and it's something that benefits students and ultimately can benefit society. So kudos to you guys for this idea in launching this. So Dr. Josh Daspit and Mr. Dan Roy, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having us, Dan. Thank you. And thank you for listening. We hope everyone had a great new year and we look forward to the guest episodes and topics that this new year, 2022, will bring. Until next time, stay well and stay informed. Big Ideas TXST is a presentation of Texas State University and the Division of University Advancement. Subscribe to experience more innovative, thought-provoking content. If you like what you hear, consider leaving us a starred review five if possible. The views expressed during this program are those of the individual participants and do not necessarily represent those of the university. Big Ideas is hosted by Daniel Seed, produced by Jamie Bloschke, with technical assistance provided by Manuel Garcia. Strategic consultant is Kelly Raz.